right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back. You know what time it is. That's right. It's another edition of the Fan in the Van podcast time. Oh, since Monday's episode, this whole Zach Wilson thing has really been talked about by a lot of people. I mean, not just us fellow sports uh, sports podcasters. Uh, I caught a little snippet of what Brent had to say uh, down at 1420 Sports Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Brent, I got to say, I couldn't agree more. He's a fucking prick. <laughs> I just, you know, you can't, you can't look at this kid and take him seriously. Um, who is it that came out the other day? I forget who it was. Somebody from ESPN, I believe it was. And they said, you know, this kid comes from money and he's never had to take accountability for anything. And, you know, it's, it, it's true. How do you stand there at the end of a game when two weeks ago, you know, Josh Allen, you know, is sitting there in a press conference and he's putting it all on him. He says, well, you can't win when the quarterback plays like shit. Here we go. Two weeks later, Zach Wilson. Oh, that ain't my fault, kid. I don't know what to tell you. And now you lost the locker room. But the thing that's so stupid in this whole Zach Wilson thing is how, like, fans fans are putting things out and fellow players are putting things out cryptically about Zach Wilson. And then you have, like, Sauce Gardner saying, oh, I liked it by accident. I understand once in a while you scroll through something, you accidentally like something, and you quickly do it. Okay, I understand that. But if you took the time to look at it, you didn't accidentally like it. You know damn well you liked it. You just don't want to admit it because, hey, you know, I don't want to create more of a dynamic friction in the locker room. And so I'm just going to tell everybody I quote-unquote accidentally liked it. But in reality... You were loving the shit out of it. You and your boys are probably sitting there at the crib like, how oh, look at this. These motherfuckers making fun of this motherfucker. He sucks. Yeah, because Zach Wilson does. And he's not the answer. And, you know, listen, you got on both sides of this ball in football, defense and offense, the Jets have probably one of the most talented defenses right now with rookie Sauce Gardner and Jordan Whitehead in your secondary. And then with Quinn and Williams on your defensive line, Mosley at, at middle linebacker, outside linebacker, whichever one he's playing nowadays. Okay. And then offensively, you know, minus the, the you know, the awful injury to Brees Hall, you have a pretty talented offense. And unlike other teams where you have not only a quarterback issue, but you have like 10 other issues behind it. Really with the Jets, all you have is one. And, and that's Zach Wilson. Now, obviously, after Monday's episode, it came out that the you know Mike Whitehead's going to probably start. You know, uh, the door the door is open to who's going to start. And if I'm Robert Sala, listen, I got to take a stand here. You know, if you're going to be that self proclaimed players' coach, you got to take a stand with your players and say, "Hey, Zach, listen, you're getting punished, bro. Now you're going to take accountability for your stupidity." Um, but. You know, we I said it at draft day when Zach Wilson got drafted that this kid wasn't the answer for the Jets. He was not, and he's not going to be. And if I'm Joe Douglas and the rest of the Jets brass, I'm not finding a quarterback in the draft. These fans have been through enough mediocrity, heartbreak, you name it. Help my buddy Rob, I posted on Facebook, you know, the whole... You know that you know that the, uh, the the rookie from New England running the ball back, and he actually told me he goes, you know, he goes, 
what did he, he, he said in essence that it, it made his son cry. That's how bad the Jets have been forever. And the fact that that made somebody's kid cry, <laughs> let me tell you something to my buddy, Rob, you're glad that your son wasn't around when you were watching the Jets as a kid, because you both would be crying, sharing the same freaking tissues. Um, <laughs> you know, it just, <sighs> you know, it's pretty much at the point where Zach Wilson has lost the locker room. And you sitting out there, you know, after a game, not taking accountability, and your offensive line is not only watching this later on on ESPN, but they're hearing it live as it's being said. You got to be sitting there going, you're not taking the blame. Here's Garrett Wilson on the other side of the locker room talking about that this shit can't fly. And you're not taking accountability an offensive lineman might hear and say, you don't want to take accountability, huh? Well, next week, if you're starting against Chicago, we're going to let your ass get lit up the first two or three plays, and maybe that'll wake you up. But I think the Zach Wilson, and you can sit there, and you can say it's been a year and a half, okay? And take the injury out of it. Bottom line is this. You're in a New York market, and the shit that you say Get scrutinized. And here we are. Here's proof in the pudding. What you say is scrutinized because you have the whole entire, not just the whole state of New York talking about it. You have the whole sports world talking about what you said and how you don't take account. You got Ryan Clark out there bashing you. Stephen A. Smith out there bashing you. You know, Rex Ryan out there bashing you. You think if Rex Ryan was the head coach of this team, okay, you think he would be putting up with that? As much as Jets fans didn't like Rex Ryan as their head coach because he had a big mouth, but take that away, what did Rex Ryan bring you? He brought you to two AFC Championship games with Mark Sanchez at quarterback. And I bet some of you Jets fans probably wish Mark Sanchez was your quarterback right now with this team. Okay? But, you know, again, the bottom line in this whole situation, it comes down to accountability. Josh Allen takes accountability when he plays like shit. Aaron Rodgers, eh, eh, not so much. You know, there's players that do it because they know they have to put it on them, even if it's not on them, okay? When you're the quarterback of this team and you're you're the main piece, you're the field general, whether it was on you or not on you, you gotta take the heat. You gotta take the bullet for everybody else. It's like any other regular job, okay? You got to take the heat for it. Even if it, even if you're in the right, it doesn't matter. You still got to take the heat for that. You know, you look at like a guy like Aaron Rodgers will sit there and say, well, you know, it, it was because of this. It was because of this. It was because of this. But you'll leave out the fact that throughout the whole offseason, you were practically a co-host on the Pat McAfee podcast, you know, and then talking about all your, you know, um, you know, all your psychedelic drug use that because it's out of your system in 24 hours, the NFL can't test for it nor suspend you for it. So you can admit it till you're blue in the face. And, but you leave out the part where you weren't at OTAs and you weren't working with these kids that, that, that were drafted and you weren't trying to improve this team, but you wanted all the say in the world. 
it's guys like that that are perceived the way they are. And that's why people perceive Aaron Rodgers as an utter prick. That's why people perceive Zach Wilson as an entitled, spoiled rich kid. They both go hand in hand, whether you like it or not. But, you know, there's Jets fans defending it that I've seen. Well, why should Zach Wilson take the blame? Listen, Zach Wilson's the field general. He's the, he's the, he is the main piece in the offensive cog that either it produces or it doesn't. He's the main focal piece. And obviously, he isn't mature enough, except when he's hitting on Stifler's mom, okay? And that's just the bottom line of that. That's just the bottom line. This Jet team now is too talented on both sides of the ball to wither it away because of Zach Wilson. Let's be real. Let's be real about it. That's what it is. You could be a Jet fan that agrees. You could be a Jet fan that disagrees. But at the end of the day, the facts are what the facts are. Zach Wilson fucking sucks. There. I said it. And, you know, when you look at the Giants side of the ball, you know, people complain, oh, Daniel Jones had a bad game Sunday. Okay, but Daniel Jones also, other than what, week three was his last interception? The Giants got exposed in that game. And, I mean, you can sit there and blame injury after injury after injury. You know, that Saquon didn't do what Saquon was supposed to do. Is it that, or is it just the fact that maybe the Detroit Lions came in and this is what you call a trap game where you look at it on the schedule and go, oh, this should be easy. But you know what? I didn't see a press conference with Daniel Jones, but I bet you if I did, this is how it would go. How do you feel about today's loss? It's on me. You know, I I threw interceptions. I didn't get us going. I overthrew guys. I didn't read certain progressions directly. You know, and that's where the me, me, and the I, I thing is allowed. You know, when you win, it's everybody. But when it's on the negative side of it, that's where in the world of sports, the me, me, and the I, I, in my opinion, is allowed. Because you have to take it. You, it has to be put on you. You know, you're the guy who's, who's leading this team on the field on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, it's the same thing on the defensive side. You have defensive captains and, and a guy that's supposed, you know, supposed to be communicating to everybody else. That's why he's got the green dot on his helmet. You know, and if he ain't calling out the right defensive schemes and you're getting torched all day, who's he going to blame it on? Can't, can't blame it on the coordinator. He's feeding you the right play. You're the one communicating the wrong one. But with that being said, bottom line is this. Zach Wilson should just go back to Utah, just go back to Mormonville, and just do whatever. Because he's now on the list of quarterbacks you don't want to be on the list with. The the Manzels of the world, the Ryan Leafs of the world. Now, Now, granted... Zach Wilson isn't a fucking drug addict the way that Ryan Leaf became one. And, you know, regardless of that. But he's on that list of people that had all the potential in the world and then it just squandered away. But I have to get into something that, you know, 
it's already been out there, but I just keep forgetting to discuss it. And it's hypocrisy within Major League Baseball and Pete Rose. So we all know, like, was it two, three, maybe two, three weeks ago, Pete Rose wrote an apology letter to Rob, Rob Manfred about what he did 40 plus years ago. Okay. Now you look at the world of sports. All right. So Pete Rose, let's, let's rewind. 40 some years ago, Pete Rose is betting games that he's managing. Okay. The league finds out he's banned from, from the Hall of Fame. You know, he, he, he's thrown every consequence that there is. All right, let's fast forward now to present day. And now you have FanDuel, BetMGM, and all these sports betting sites that Major League Baseball is a part of. So it makes me scratch my head to why you won't put Pete Rose in, the player, Forget Pete Rose, the manager. Let's look at Pete Rose, the player, who didn't cheat the game as a player, to my, to my knowledge anyway. The, the, the betting could have been going on when he was playing. I don't know. I was, wasn't really, you know, in that era of baseball. And if I was, I was probably fucking shitting pampers, you know, 10 times a day. Whatever. So... You have all these sports betting sites, like I mentioned, and countless others, involved with Major League Baseball. They're like all partners now. The same thing with NFL and the same thing with the NBA and the NHL, okay? You see it every sport, every game you watch, there's at least three of them within a five-minute span, okay? So if Major League Baseball is allowing this, just like every other sport is, because Let's be honest. I'm sure that all these all these leagues are getting a percentage of what comes in, okay? Because you know, again, they're attaching their brand to this gambling site, so they got to get something out of it. Pete Rose is sitting here, being a humble human being, and apologizing for his faults. And I guarantee you, Rob Manfred will sit there and say, "Nope." It is what it is. And then when he dies, that's when Rob Manfred will put him in the Hall of Fame. Just to be a fucking dipshit. As far as I'm concerned, Pete Hall, uh, Pete Hall, Pete Rose should already been in the Hall of Fame. And this is the same issue in the NFL. And I understand, and yes, Calvin Ridley. I understand, you know, it was a game of which a team he plays for. And even though he was out on medical leave with his mental illness state and, and all that I understand it. But how do you want these guys not to be involved in it if the NFL is a part of promoting it or if Major League Baseball is a part of promoting it? And you already have enough conspiracy theories. They already have one. There's a fan that put out a video. How This video, I didn't watch it, but it's how the referees fixed Michigan versus Illinois this past Saturday. They're even saying that there was a game in the World Cup where the odds were like 1,800 to 1 of, I forget the team, I guess going up against whoever Messi plays for, and they lose, and the 1,800 to 1 odd team won. Somebody was telling me. So, you already have the conspiracies out there. 
They're already out there. They've been out there. I mean, look in the NFL. I mean, they've been out there for years when it came to the Patriots and Tom Brady, and they're still there today. But you're telling me that a guy like Pete Rose, who did something 40-plus years ago, has still got to face the punishment today in an era where sports gambling isn't looked at as being as, as bad as it was back then? Come on. Put the, let the guy, I, I, a lot of us have agreed with it, and some of us disagree with it, you know, where a lot of people feel he cheated, he should be punished forever. Okay, and you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not going to say whether you're right or wrong, but I believe in the fact is this. The guy ain't as young as he used to be, and he's coming to the, he's coming to the end of his life at some point. You're going to wake up and hear Pete Rose has passed away and then Major League Baseball is going to do the right thing. What a lot of us want Major League Baseball to do is the right thing now. Let him enjoy it with his family when he's alive. That's all that should be done. I mean, you allow the steroid era guys to be on the Hall of Fame ballot and one of them's already gotten in. And David Ortiz. And it's only a matter of time before Clemens and Bonds and the rest of them get in on that specialized ballot. Oh, that, which, 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 I forget the name of it. But regardless, they're all going to get in at some point. But you're not going to be, but they physically cheated the game of baseball. But you won't put Pete Rose in. That's a mystery to me, but whatever. Um, other things, obviously, from, um, you know, Yankees offseason. There was a fan that had a video out of Aaron Judge arriving in San Francisco. So instead of posting it to social media, and I got I forgot who this person is. This is pretty smart. They sent it to the MLB network. And they released the video. Aaron Judge is in San Francisco to meet with the Giants. Blah, 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 blah. Then you hear reports that, you know, the Yankees and, and, and Judge have been talking and they may be close to a deal. And But this is the problem with, with the offseason. Is all the rumors. Which ones are believable and which ones aren't? Again, until I see it come out from, a, from somebody who works at MLB Network or a credible source at WFAN or ESPN Radio, I'm not going to believe any of them. So you could tell me that the Yankees and Aaron Judge are close on an eight-year, $375 million deal, and it could be fucking Joe Blow on Twitter saying it, and I'm not going to believe it. You know, the Yankees, though, are they're doing their due diligence, though, when it comes to it. They're at least keeping in contact with Aaron Judge. You know they've re- they you know they're looking at maybe bringing Brand- Brandon Nimmo in from the uh, you know from the Mets. And speaking of the Mets, they even asked for the medical files on Degrom, so that shows you that they're they may go after Degrom. You know they've they've talked to Justin Verlander or he's in the plans. The Mets have already talked to Verlander. You know, again, it's a matter of if the Yankees can keep Aaron Judge. 
How far are they willing to go with this thing? You know, Steinbrenner's come out and he says, you know, you know we're committed to winning a championship, but you don't have to spend an egregious amount of money to do it. And he's correct in a way, because you don't. You know, but you do have to pay your top guys. I mean, Aaron Judge is one of them. You know, you also have to get rid of pieces that haven't been working for you, like Aaron Hicks. You know, you could package him with IKF and Donaldson and get something out of it. And people sit there and say, well, Donaldson's not that bad of a guy. Listen, I'm watching you in the ALCS smile and laugh when you strike out three fucking times. Now, you're a piece of shit. And the fact that, yet again, last season, you know, Steinbrenner said, you know, oh, we're going to go after top tier guys, but then you trade for Donaldson? the fuck out of you. No, 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 no. But, you know, when it comes to the offseason, it's always going to be, well, now that the Mets have an owner with money, now it's like a foot race. Who's going to get who first? Who's going to talk to who first? And Steve Cohen has been a step ahead of Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner. I'll be honest, he has been. Because if he wasn't, Max Scherzer would be a Yankee. Starling Marte would have been a Yankee. Matt Canna would have been a Yankee. They wouldn't be Mets. But because Steve Cohen was so invested on making this a winning franchise, not just for him, but for the fan base. And that's something where I think Hal and Cashman are missing the eight ball on this. Okay? Because they're more worried about the investors and the money they put in and what they're going to get out of it and what they'll lose out of it instead of worrying about, hey, listen, you know, this fan base is pissed, you know, where Steve Cohen goes, this fan base has been through a bunch of bullshit over the past decade and more, okay? He goes, I'm going to correct it. And that he has. So, you know, we could sit here and bash the Mets all day long, but I'll give Steve Cohen credit for doing Exactly what if George Steinbrenner was alive still would have done. Went right out there and got what he needed and paid what he had to pay to get it. So, you know, in the next coming weeks to months, obviously, there's gonna the rumor mill is going to be insane, obviously. And we're going to have to decipher which one could actually be a reality and which one is just somebody just wanting to type because they're bored or they didn't take their frigging ADHD medicine that day. I, I don't know. I don't know. And it's not a knock at people with, AD, you know, you know, with ADD and ADHD. I'm just saying there's people out there just like to da-da-da-da-da just for the sake of it, all right? Because the other day uh, before I go, I got a, I got a Facebook message from somebody and then it got deleted, but I managed, I, I read it before I could reply to it. And it said, you know, you know, you know, you do, you look, people do ratings on everyone's podcast and usually everybody gets five stars. I gave you a one star because you use explicit language. Okay. Yeah, I do use fucking explicit language, but I'm not the only one who does it. Are you messaging every other podcast out there where some of these podcasts are, are porno ones where there's more than explicit language. Hell, there's people banging on it. 
All right? You're going to tell me that mine's explicit and you're going to make a big deal out of, out, of, out of me? Listen, sweetheart, let me tell you something. It says when you go onto any of these, like Apple Podcasts, when you scroll down, it says who the creator is and it says content. It says it right there, explicit. My YouTube channel says not intended for kids. There's a reason why. So if you're an adult who has a kid that listens, just be forewarned. There's going to be a whole bunch of F-bombs and, and, and countless others. That's just the way when it comes to sports, that's just what comes out. But with that being said, I got to take care of some stuff here at work. So, as always, i like to thank everybody who follows, retweets, listens. Obviously, my guys, Brent and David, 1420 Sports. Um, definitely check them out because if you listen to me, you definitely got to listen to them. Uh, Aaron over at Brutally Honest Sports Podcast, another good one to check out. Level the Playing Field spot, uh, Sports Podcast, another good one to check out. Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. Average Joe Sports Podcast, another one to check out. Two Dudes with Sports News Sports Podcast. Definitely check them out. Um, they actually just put a new one out, I think, last night. So definitely go check that out. Uh, Nate's Daily Wagers is another good one to check out. If you're into pro wrestling, uh, Bray White Fan24 is his Twitter handle. He's got a good one that everybody should check out. And again, to everybody else that follows, listens, and retweets, as always, it's much appreciated. Because again, without you, none of us are here. So hopefully everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving. And I will probably be back either Monday or Tuesday morning and we'll go over, you know, a lot of what's happened through the third uh, Thanksgiving games, obviously, and whatever else happens before then. Till then, stay safe and as always, peace.